wishy-washy, flippin' floppin'. You don't got it, bet I got it, cool, I got it, copy. Wishy-washy, flippin' floppin'. Me and the homies get it poppin', got no other option. Yeah, we get this money while the mother people watchin'. Strollin' through the mall, no such thing as window shopping. Hit the Gucci store, them girls be asking what you coppin'. I'm like, stop it, you don't got it, girl, I know you flyin'. Used to rock the mall. That was Wishy-Washy by B-Merch. And you're listening to Yuppie Noir. And we are back with the Yuppie Noir podcast. This is Grizzy Matt. Young Dwizzy. And uh, go ahead. Oh, thanks. Hey, guys. Uh, AJ, you know, Silk Surfer, Silk Dwooly, you know. Yes, indeed. G on the chest. And Not Dapper Dan, though, no, right? No, don't eat Dapper Dan. <laughs> And this is the Yuppie Noir Podcast, a podcast by young urban professionals where we talk about navigating the corporate environment while being young, black, educated, sophisticated. What else? Just good looking, all what? around, just talented. Yeah. Come on. Blessed and highly favored. Yeah. How you doing, Dwizzy? You know, uh, good, man. Another week, another day, another dollar. Uh, blessed to wake up another morning. Absolutely. You know. Look at all that positivity. Yeah, we, that's what we gotta do. Spread positivity. We gotta stay to positive because the there's too many negative Nancys in this world. Yeah, that, that's one thing I, I don't, I can't stand, I can't tolerate is um just negativity for the sake of negativity. Mm. Even if you're in a situation that doesn't is a little bit bleak, you know, you only have two options. You can either look at it in you know in a positive facet or a negative facet. Either way you look at it, you're probably right. Mm. Right. So if you you take a positive spin on it, it might work out. It might not. But if I could guarantee if you look at something in a negative way, it's it's not going to work either way you spin it. So, you know, just little words of wisdom to start off. Looking at the glass half full versus half empty. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Woke. Oh, man, Come on. This, this, Brain blast. This is just deep right now. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, I think um I think that's one of the one of my characteristics that I have. I think is uh being positive. Um I think you know, I'm not the person that really, you know, hate on things really and just, you know, I don't really look at things in a negative way. Right. I think that's always like a, a big thing where like even in our circle, you know, we sure. always uplifting, positive, you know, we don't, you know, laugh at people's downfalls 100%. in the group. We always, you know, find all the solutions other ways. And um, that kind of correlates with me and my job as a manager now where when people come to me with issues and problems, I don't have time to like get into the details of the issues and problems. Let's find answers. Let's How find can solutions. we fix it? Right. How can we move forward and help our clients? So uh, that, that that works in everyday life, too. So, again, for our listeners, find solutions, find positivity with what you do, an outlook on life. And I, I guarantee you uh, that the world spits that, that positivity back into you. So No doubt. And even, like, to that point, when you go, go to your management with a problem, right? You always want to, don't just bring the problem, but you also want to bring three solutions. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, three solutions. I'm going to take that one. That, that's what that. was imparted to me. You know, they were like, don't bring no problem to me unless you've thought out three ways that we could possibly get out of it. Now, I might not pick any of those three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but at least your, your brain is already starting to work right. in, in a positive direction right. about how this can be fixed instead of just pointing out an issue and just saying, what was me? So, you know, I never I never subscribe to that woe is me mentality because um, what does that solve? You know, it doesn't do anything for us now. We got to focus on moving forward. So, uh, but again, this is the Yuppie Noir podcast. I introduced the podcast like three times yeah, already. Cool. Keep it going, man. You know, hey. Just keep saying it. Just it, re- Repetition, you right. know what I mean? Once it gets in your head, maybe somebody will impart it to the to the next man and help our podcast grow. But uh, we just came back from Valentine's Day weekend, President's Day weekend, All-Star weekend. Um, what did you get into? Was he? Uh, I need the plus minus report. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, 
for me, it was only All Star Weekend. Uh-huh. You okay. know, oh, you you was an All Star, right? <laughs> Again, I do not know what this man is talking about. I think he's you know being you know funny right now. Um, yeah, I chilled, went home to the family, you know, chilled with Mom Dukes. Uh, chilled, you know, just chilled with her, and I also got to meet up with uh, some of my college friends. We went out to the bar uh, Saturday night. Yep. And got some drinks. I, I kind of regretted a little bit. My head was killing me. Yeah, you know, I had a freaking headache. Too many sugary drinks. You got stay away from. No, just get sh- the straight alcohol. Make sure you mix in a few glasses Jack of water here go, and there. Can't go wrong. It, it, yeah. it was prior to me going out. I had a headache. I think it was a uh, lack of like drinking water or like mm-hmm. for me. I thought it was like sleep deprived. But either way, I probably should have went out. But I was like, look, I haven't seen these my friends in a while. I gotta go say what up to them. Um, and I still, I'm glad I went out. Uh, I got to watch the dunk contest and this uh, three point contest while grabbing some drinks and, and chopping up with some friends. So that was a plus. And then um, that's it. I that that was the highlight of my weekend. So I, nice, I didn't, nice. Valentine's Day was you know still was a single bachelor on, on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. No lucky lady. That's unfortunate. Maybe yeah. next year. Yeah, next year. <laughs> my uh, myself, I had. I took Valentine's Day off, actually, or that Friday off. Um, you know, booked a little massage at Hand and Stone um, for my for my lady. Um, so that, that was solid. Oh, we we went to work out at the gym. You know, couples that work out together stay together. Uh, so, so what day was the massage? The same day. On Valentine's Day? Yeah. yeah. So you, take, oh, you, take, so, you took so, the day off, not yes. like you took Valentine's off. Correct, okay. correct, correct. Okay. I, I, I used a vacation day Got it. On, on Friday, Got which it. was Valentine's Got Day. Got it. So we went to the gym first. All I want for Christmas is y'all PTO, man. I swear. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> All Honestly. I want for Christmas is y'all PTO. <laughs> but uh, we worked out first, then got the massage, you know, got out all the kinks worked out. Um, then we went to go see the photograph uh, filmed by Issa Rae. Thoughts? Um, Uh-oh. So here's the thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it too. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. I'll give it a, I'll give it a C plus. Um, I like the cinematography. Um, I thought it was very well shot, very beautiful to look at. The music soundtrack, fire, lots of great music. Shouts to her. Okay. Shouts to uh, Lucky Day. Shouts to I think Robert Glasper is the one that was doing the you know the instrumentals and he was on the trumpet and, and the piano and stuff like that. Great music, looked gorgeous. The scenes. Um, shouts to Lakeith uh, Stanfield, you know, good actor. I don't think he had a lot to do. In, in this film, okay, I, I think it was um the plot was quite boring. It, it the game the movie was not very entertaining. I'll say okay, it, it, it was paint by numbers. You seen the plot coming from a mile away. They're gonna <laughs> it, they're gonna get together, have a little meet cute. Um, there's gonna be something that you know get, you know has has a little tiff, and they're gonna almost break up and gotta overcome get, it, and they're gonna get back together in the end. Um, like fifty first dates, right. Oof. Oof. It, it, there, there, there was a guy in there that it was a play, played an older gentleman. You could tell from the beginning that that was going to. Oh, I don't never. Yeah, okay, I don't wanna, no. okay. Sorry, yeah, I don't, don't. No spoilers. No spoilers. But um, damn near, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying C plus? Was it all right? Versus it being a good movie or bad movie, mm-hmm. was it an appropriate movie to see on Valentine's Day? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it was it okay. was definitely appropriate for the. Uh, that's where I think they're gonna get a lot of people. I don't. I haven't seen the box office numbers, but I feel like everybody and their mama was gonna go see. Oh, a black love story, you know, on Valentine's Day. Let's Perfect. go out and support, you know, our brother and our sister. Would you say when you went to the movie theaters, y'all went to, was it a packed house? Yeah, packed house. Wow. Oh, so I went on a Sunday. 
Okay. No, so I was all right. Monday. I went on a Monday. Okay. So empty. Okay. So mm-hmm. smart. So I, I went Friday evening. Um, actually saw um our homie from the from the greenhouse oh. there. Oh, okay. He told Rick told me he saw you. Reek. Did he go to the same movie? Yeah. We yeah. Were oh same, wow! We were wow. <laughs> Because I think we we ran into each other getting popcorn. Okay. Um. So we came out and then we we discussed, um. You know the the ins and outs of the film. Kind of compared it to what, what do you compare it to? Not Get Out or um. Compared it this to another us. love story. Type of a black film. I was but anyway, say Get Out, not a love. Not not right. Queen and Slim. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. We compared it to that. Oh, uh, Queen and Slim, I thought was a little more entertaining, but you know. What would you give Queen and Slim? I didn't see that either. I give it a B. Okay. okay, solid B. Is yeah. it a oh? So you said C plus for the uh, for the photograph. Uh, is it a college C plus or a high school C plus? You know, high school C plus, you still going to college. You Wait, know, what? Mm, college okay. C plus is ah, you might. You might no, lose it was, that it was a college C plus. Like you wavering. It was a college C plus. Okay, okay. Like it was, it was. It was a hard two point six C plus. Yeah, two point six. So. Okay, let's have this conversation. Well, what, what, AJ, what did you think about it first? I'm, I'm gonna give it that college. I'm gonna give it college C plus. Okay, you know, well, likes just like six. And did your lady yeah. like it more? She kind of shared the we same. We had the same. We had okay. a similar. We, I'm not gonna say we had the same opinion. We had a very similar opinion. Okay. Like, okay. Ah, this is cliche. When we got out of there, we was tearing that joint apart. First of all, we couldn't wait to get to the <laughs> oh, restaurant, so we could just rip that <laughs> joint up. The people in there that was they're supposed to be from the deep south in a couple people walked out. Not, Oh, so really? It, 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 it wasn't good to keep it a bean. So there, it's it, it set, part of it is set in New York, New Orleans, and London. When they were, a lot of it was filmed in, uh, not, pardon me, not New Orleans, Louisiana, So which made it even worse. Like, they're from, like, the outskirts in Louisiana. They're from, like, the low country, like, where it's, like, very um, rural. Mm-hmm. And they had no accents at all. So, like, homeboy that played Daniel in, um, in uh, Get Out? No, what's Issa Rae's TV show? Insecure. Insecure. Okay. Homeboy oh, that played Daniel oh. Insecure, and uh, there was another girl, but they were both supposed to be from Louisiana. Not a, or they were trying some type of accent, but it was just really bad. It took like, me twenty five minutes to realize exactly where, uh, where the main story was was coming from. I was like, is it New York? Is it it's New Orleans? Is oh, it wow. Louisiana? It took me twenty minutes, and then I Yikes. picked it back up. But yeah, you don't want to spoil it. You don't remember? Oh, you yeah, want to yeah. spoil it? Yeah. Sorry. So, so, so I, I, my question is going to be: So, Issa Rae, she's like in two other movies about to come out. Okay. Well, I think there, because there was this one, and then there's the other one that's supposed to be funny, with the gentle, the Indian gentleman, yeah. and they're like trying, yeah. to... Or there was like a murder that happened yes. in front of them, and they're framed for it or something. I think that's going to be another one that might need to be put on rice. Okay. Um. Well, I think she's better at comedy than rice. she is at drama, because drama because it it was dry. Her performance was dry. She didn't emote. There was no, there was no je ne sais quoi. So I think she's about to, these SAT words. <laughs> I think she's going through the same type of stint that uh, Tiffany Haddish is going through right now. And and, okay, and I, I, I mean, let me break it down. So meaning Tiffany Haddish was hot. Okay. Uh, and they started throwing her in a, a couple of new movies. Like Girls Trip was her movie. Right, that was her breakout. And then now they're throwing her in movies where like it's her and a second main actor. It's a couple of movies I forgot the name of. They all out and I don't I can't tell you the names of them. Okay. Not doing too well. Right. Um and I think with Issa Rae, Issa Rae, you know, became hot because of her show. Right. Uh what she did at the Grammys when she made her her statement to me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Mm-hmm. And she gave him a big buzz and now She's getting thrown into these movies. Now, even that movie she did with Taraji P. Henson. Okay. Uh, what movie? 
it was where the girl and Taraji P. Henson, they swapped. Oh, little. Little. But so here's the difference, though. But now she's the main actress. So, so Tiffany was just an actress that got hot off of Girls Trip because she was funny. But then she really can kind of, no disrespect to Tiffany, she's kind of one note. She only has one one pitch, if you will. Um, okay. So she's not not doesn't have that range. But then, like you said, because she's hot, she's getting put in everything. Issa is wrote and directed insecure so like that comes from her mind so i would never say that Issa is like a good actress but i think she has she's a good as a creative in terms of so they shouldn't be throwing her in the right she should be not behind the scenes but if she is going to be acting she should have bit parts and she should be mostly directing writing uh producing uh these type of films and things like that i just don't think she's best suited in front of the camera okay so that's fair and yeah, that, and that movie that she's gonna be in that's more of a like, comedy is like Lovebirds is the name of that one. Got you. Yeah, and yeah, she m- more if if she's gonna do any acting, bet um, maybe comedic might be better for her. Do you um, dramatic? I I think she tried, but you gotta try things. So I think this was her attempt. I don't think it went over so well. Do you think her name right now was a big like box office draw yet? Yeah, I mean, we went to go see it because, oh, that Issa Rae movie. Got it. So okay. we were like, oh, uh, Issa Rae movie about black love. Let's give it a shot. So we gave it a benefit of the doubt off of the strength of that. No doubt. Uh, and the movie for Tiffany Haddish that's coming out is called Like a Boss. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see how that you know mm-hmm. that, that, that pans out. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, but God bless her. I hope yeah. it does well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shout out to them. I think, you know, I think you did, you know, a, a justice of, you know, supporting Going out to those movies For sure Like I always do But It's neither here nor there Debatable <laughs> But yeah but, I, but as of right now You've been Turning a new leaf uh, And uh, <laughs> if, if the only way I would give you the credit If you go see Like a Boss the I'm, Tiffany not, I'm not gonna see that Wait Wait I'm gonna let you know right now Wait <laughs> I'm gonna let you know right now <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it a bean No disrespect So you'll see the fo- No <laughs> sir No sir <laughs> So you keeping that fourteen fifty? Oh, absolutely! Come on, yeah. come on! It's movie theaters these days—they gouge you. All right. Between the tickets and the, and the snacks, but shouts to Issa Rae. Um, Matinee? No. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Okay. Um, and then after that, we went to you know dinner at PF Chang's. Um, What's your so, order? What are you? What is your go-to? Do so you we was gonna we were gonna do. They had this Valentine's Day um sort of menu. Oof. Where it's like a three course meal. Um, you get to choose an appetizer, two entrees, and uh, it comes with champagne and like chocolate cake at the end or something like that. But I was like, How much that would have run you? It, it would have been 70. A but piece? then, no, 70 for both oh, people. Okay. Which okay. is good. Yeah. But then I was like, Well, if this, is, this list is kind of restrictive and we end up getting what we wanted. And we just got some appetizers and entrees, and then it ended up being less. So, shouts to us, you know, for coming out on top in terms of the pricing. But um, you know, that was solid. So that that was kind of my Valentine's Day, and then the rest of the weekend we just kicked it, chilled, watched some All Star, and just you know, good old fashioned. Was your girl actively looking while you watching the All Star game? Was she entertained? Oh, she focused? yeah, she likes okay. LeBron. Okay. Um. So and then as Common was doing the the intros, <laughs> which was hilarious. <laughs> Um, she was like, "Oh, uh, Giannis! I heard of him before. Okay. Oh, um, who was it? Not I think it was like maybe Jimmy Butler or something like that. Like so, some of the names she would you know 
with her and stuff like that. Um, the, during the dunk contest, during the skills challenge stuff, she wasn't interested. Okay. But during the All Star game stuff, she was like, she, we tuned in, uh, Aretha Franklin, I think. No, oh, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, pardon me. Wow. Shaka Khan, RP Aretha. Uh, you know the reason I thought about that is because Jennifer Hudson sang, okay. and Jennifer Hudson is playing Aretha, Aretha. Franklin. Okay, in oh, good clean up, good clean up, good clean up. Come on, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Clean up. Uh, so Shaka Khan, woof, sis, sistering. It was interesting. It, um, it was different, no doubt. Yeah, who was I watching it with? Uh, Sunday. I was here. I was back in my crib, and I was like, "Okay, Shaka. I think she's from the area." Mm-hmm. And I think she's from the area. You know, says. so and then when she goes, she she hit a note. I was like, okay, that was interesting. It was good. And then I was like, I I don't know the word words, but it's some of these ain't adding up the right, right, right way, right. you mm-hmm. know. But I like when people do their own rendition sometimes, right? Um, and I always support my black queen, so for sure, I appreciate uh, what you try to take it, right. Um, oh, but you didn't appreciate where Fergie tried to take it, though. No, um, I didn't. No, I did not. I did not. That's, <laughs> that's three minutes on my back. Yeah. But oh, this gosh. one, I appreciate it, all right? Gotcha. You know, what Fergie was trying to do. Age well. On a, on a, just because it was a championship game, mm-hmm. it was like an all-star. Right. We didn't need it then. It was all-star. Fergie was all-star. Oof. Once it was, what, two years ago? Yeah, I think so. When Draymond and it was cracking, cracking up. but that's why I thought I didn't think it was also because I saw I saw like Iguodala laughing too. But maybe it was just Draymond. I didn't, I, I didn't know Draymond make All Star games like that. So I, th- I think I would think it was also. Okay. But so you're saying it's, it's levels to it. Like <laughs> so, the best of you doing like your own rendition is like Jimi Hendrix doing the uh, national anthem on a guitar right, solo, right? And then at the bottom, it's like Fergie. Like 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 Fergie can sing, but like she didn't have that uh, acclaim yet where she can be doing that. You know, she needs to... See, that's why for me, uh, the only anthem I acknowledge is Dipset. Oof. Mm. Dipset, 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 Dipset. That's a good point. But, yeah, I mean, but shout out to that. I, I like how they did it uh, this year. I think they was able to incorporate a tribute to sure. Kobe. No doubt. David Stern. Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, I like the poem. Yeah. The common did. Yeah, that common. was solid. I think they did a great job of making this weekend talked about. For sure. You know, yeah, entertainment is back to All Star Weekend. Oh, and shout out to the Heat for bringing home some, some, some the gold, the gusto. Pat One Riley of, said, "Don't you come in here asking for a raise." Yeah, <laughs> well, they all got deals now. I don't know if you saw. So, so Bam won the skills contest. Heat guy, um, book uh, no, Buddy Hill won the three point competition. So shout out, I mean Duncan Robinson, you did well. And then Derek Jones Jr. won the dunk competition. Whether people feel like he, he got, stole it, got robbed. Stole it. Ooh, maybe, you know, he whatever. He did the same dunk four times, but it's okay. Oh, wow. And, and got love on all time, all, every time. He did. He even did Zach Levine's dunk. Like, jeez, why'd you windmill from that? How about creativity? Yeah. Damn. How about that? Well, tell, that the, tell the dunkers, the, the judges, don't. they need to do their, their, their research. No, y'all paid. It was a, oh, the great I, Dwayne so, Wade, so here's, the, form, the Heat legend. So here's what, exactly. So here's where okay, I stood on it. I don't think Derek. I, th- I don't think Aaron Gordon should have dunked after he got his fourth fifty in a row. So we should have done said, "I'm not dunking no more." That so here's my here's my thing. Uh, all right, break Wait, it down. Break it, I don't know here's how my that thing. Here's my thing. I'm only gonna break this down once. So what had happened was, Derek Gordon. Aaron Gordon was like, "Yo, I'm not. I'm not. I don't got a dunk. I got. I got a perfect dunk contest. Like literally, I'm the only person to do that." 
while he was talking, um, Derek Jones, he did a um, what we call in the park like a hood a hood move. Like he just said, he just said, "All right, I'm just gonna one up you, so you're gonna have to dunk again." Like that's all he did. Like, all right, you well, keep talking, I'm gonna dunk. Because they and was talking go, about calling but, it a tie. Though, but the wasn't craziest it? thing was when Derek Jones one upped him. Like he, he really you, put it between his dunk. legs. He put yeah. it between his legs off the side of the backboard. Also, Aaron Gore was doing a lot of these dunks in high school. Like I've I've I followed him for a while. So like I was like, oh, all right. I'm glad he perfected this. Like he was almost doing this in high school. So, so here's the thing, though. I think if if Aaron Gordon understands the rules, just because you pulled out two of your craziest dunks at the beginning. And, and then the followed up no, with not, two. not just at the beginning. He, all fifties. Yeah, but the thing all is, it was, it was he all fifties. Derrick Jones' first dunk was like a forty-six or something. Yes. So right. the thing is, though, but that was enough to be the top two dunkers. Man, so it should, should be cumulative though. If, if we, we, if we in all did four, Yo, it don't matter. All, all right, my, all I got my a question. Stuff is I got a question. I got a question. You okay. got a, you got a homeboy, right? Yep. Y'all playing one on one. You beat him twelve zero. Are you playing him again one on one? All right, so no, I, I, are you playing your boy again? If you want to run it back, sure. No, I'm not playing you again. If I okay. shut you out, okay. So I'll give an example. So, uh, Collar uh, was at a basketball tournament not too long ago. Okay, and it was like a, a round robin type of elimination where every team's supposed to play three games. Okay, there was one team. There was only one team that only played two games, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Well, we have the best record. We two and zero." Every other team was either two and one or one and one. So he was trying to make an argument like, hey, put us in the championship game, let all these other teams play out each other, and then the winner plays us. And everybody was like, but hey, you only played two games. You got to get your third game in. Right. And the guy was like, no, we won our first two. We had a bye. It's no need us to play. We're not going to play a pointless game where we're the number one team. And it was this whole big argument because he goes, you should have just put me in the, the championship game because we won our two games versus while other teams are battling it out to win, to play the championship game. And I say that to say, in this case, Aaron Gordon, baby, you got to work smarter, not harder. Just because you, you did your thing and you did 50 fit across the board, Derrick Jones just did enough what he had to do to give to that round and got his 50s. That's what you're supposed it, it to do. It ain't work smarter, not harder. I just, just did everything better than you. He but, did he did work smarter in terms of his creativity. His creativity was better than him. Obviously, the judges thought that Derrick right, Jones. Right, that, that's why it's a subjective sport. So, see, it, it, it's, it's, I wish I wish they had done the uh, – so, in, in that kind of situation, mm-hmm. uh, all right, any dunk, the, then it should have went to, like, horse. Like, all right, I'm going to do this dunk. You do it. You got to match it. You got to match it. That, 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 that wouldn't work. So, for example, let's say guys like Nate Robinson was still in dunk contest. How are we going to match yeah. a, it a no, dunk no, that they were going to do? Tough titties. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. Like, it is what it is. Hey, it's not but, my fault. It's, it's not my fault, right. man. But, um, okay. you know, shouts to them. It was very entertaining. Um, Even the, the uh, Buddy Hill and the three-point contest. Winning they, on do a, they still do the rise? Yeah. So I didn't catch the beginning because I always try to skip the Rising Stars Challenge. Not the Rising Stars Challenge. The, um, the Skills Challenge? No, it's the Skills Challenge. What's that one with all the teams? Where it's like four teams. They have oh, they do that. Yeah, but um, uh, they they put like a group together with yeah. like a, a Hall of Famer. Like a yeah. WMW, shot, yeah, three, half court. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that. No. Didn't okay. See that. All right, cool, cool. Damn, that's sad. They got rid of that one. Yeah, that one was kind of cool because it was like one team, but it was like yeah, you said like a WNBA, like they all literally like, sometimes like play for the old, same legend or, or the same organization, right. same area, or area, yeah. right, right, right. So, yeah. I really enjoy that. 
What's that? I enjoy those games. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So and it brings out some of the old legends and stuff like that. But uh, you know, solid AJ, San Fran. Uh, yes, sir. How was it? Still time, still time. It was better than the first time I went. Way better. I was able to really explore the city and uh, utilize the time well with my girl. So um, it was definitely, definitely great. I, I cannot complain. Shouts to you. You yeah, know, yeah. You got the. You you. I was telling. These guys off mic that you know AJ he really won Valentine's Day. Nah, yeah, you had Valentine's week. He, my won, guy. he won up me. Man, I I, I just had like both a couple had, days. Both he y'all had pictures two of tra- days, and then he had a whole weekend after. Look, look, I ain't gonna lie. Kyle's pictures like GQ, but then AJ's pictures trending on every social media platform <laughs> right now. I just got a notification about AJ's post. You know, so two, two moods, and now I was like, man, I got. Oh, I didn't even see that one. I got. Let me... Come on. Oh nah. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me... uh-huh. Oh 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 oh. Legend. This he became a meme. I I can't I can't touch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got put on. You know what I mean? Shouts to me and somebody's son. You, you got put on. But... So you can't tell me you didn't win. You, nah, you but, literally. I mean, <laughs> we just got put on a page and they moved on to the next happy couple. Yours. That that's you know what I mean. That's gonna live. It's got nah, some legs man, to it. Nah. That hey man, you you guys did Valentine's Day. You guys did it great. Uh, Dwight off mic. I still need my plus minus report. I don't. I hope you did not forget. <laughs> don't know what talking about. But anyway, <laughs> shout shouts to Black Love. You know, at the end of the day, love wins. Mm-hmm. No. As a Sixers fan, Shoot. how disappointed were you to see Embiid really banging down low in an All Star game? It hurt my feelings. Uh, he was hitting LeBron with some moves. Yes, shimmy. Just, with, just because, imagine if Brandon Ingram made a shot. That man was acting like KCP in the All-Star game. It, it just goes to show that Embiid don't respect his coach. Yeah. Because in the regular season, he's going to do whatever he wants to. When he around all these other All-Stars, they like, get your ass down on that paint and bang on the block. Yeah, and this we're is gonna All-Star weekend. Be, right. he, he went right to the block. He was doing great. This, he, is, this is train pickup shakes. games. What's that? This is train pickup games with your homies. Yeah, facts. This was like, like what he was doing. I was like, I mean, I think he took like one or two threes or whatever. But when he saw he had like a little brown, I'm posting you yeah, up. Yeah. Found me. That's light work. Move. Yo, yo, <laughs> sh- shimmy. That's all right. Fade Weird. away. Brett Brown, your days are numbered. That's all I gotta say. I'm still surprised he's still a coach right now. Imagine. Hey, so I have a quick question. Uh, we, I'll wait for that for the water cooler. Okay. Okay. No, we'll see. Um, in, in some uh, more tragic news, unfortunately. Um, we do have to speak on uh, Pop Smoke, um, the rapper out of Brooklyn, 20 years old. Um, he was slain in California um, during a home invasion, um, I believe, on the, either the, the previous night or early morning. He posted um, some pictures on social media of uh, you know certain bags and things like that that he had, and they happened to have his address on it. And that's how people think that um, the assailants got his whereabouts. Um, and then he ultimately he was slain uh, in a home invasion. So R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. Yeah. Um, it's been it's getting tough, man. These a lot of people just passing away, you know, through natural causes, freak accidents, just deaths in general. It's, it's tough, man. You know, it's the only thing that we're only in February right now. Right. You know, and but all you can do is literally just cherish life. That's a fact. You, you, know know you tell him, man, and it sucks. Twenty years old, man. Yeah, that really. Yeah. And he he was on one. Like he was like, 
He just dropped the album last week. He and and that had some hits on there. Right. Some some really good songs. Uh, he he really he has that that New York feel. Uh, his sound really hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's unique when you can find a new sound and and and, and turn it into your own type of style. Well, to be fair, I think it was a little bit adapted from the Chicago drill scene. Yes. Um, in terms okay. of like the the drums and that really. Deep oh, the beats bass itself. Sound. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sure. So, sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 But you know, in, in terms of his yeah. rapping style, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that's a little different. So he definitely put a tweak on it. But um, yeah, it, it's um unfortunate that this is becoming now. Maybe these type of things happen when our parents were alive, but I just don't remember. This is the first time now people that I know of or people that are younger than me or people that are in the same, you know, uh, from music I listen to or shows that I watch or, you know, films that I've seen, like people, prominent people that I know now um, are being killed. And it kind of makes, you know, the finality of life um, a little bit more real. Um, It really makes the, you know, the, the stakes a little bit higher you know you think about you know when people pass and you are younger you're like oh man you know well they were older than me so you know that doesn't make it it doesn't make it as tangible for you but um with kobe dying with um Nip- nipsey hustle passing away with juice pop smoke juice world you know it, david stern davis come on it, it just uh, makes it realer um so it makes it that much more important like you said aj to really cherish your loved ones while they're here people give people their flowers while they can still smell them um and just you know enjoy your family and loved ones and, and don't let anybody um you know don't leave this earth without telling somebody how you feel about them. yeah 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 um i hope hopefully they can find uh the people that did it you know justice should be served and needs to be served on that one, and um, uh, our uh, condolences to the family and the friends that are, are mourning that, that that tragic loss, man. Hundred um, percent. Moving on to another topic. Um, there's a, apparently a new dance craze that's sweeping the nation called the Renegade. Um, I'm not. I've it's, seen it online, mm-hmm. but it, it look. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. It looks a little too complicated. For for me at my advanced age to yeah. start learning all of these different um, the ways to move your uh, limbs and and things mm-hmm. like that. So, but ultimately it became a story because there's a song and who's the song? K Camp. K Camp. Renegade. I think I don't know if that's the real name of the song, but K Camp has a song, and that's where the Renegade dance came from. So like so TikTok, this that's something that's kind of like a new thing where. Like all the young kids are on it now, and like go ahead, explain TikTok to the to the masses. I, I don't know exactly. The I got full on TikTok versions. one night for like thirty minutes. And I was trying to like learn how to use it. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. This this is for the generation that's under. You actually downloaded TikTok? I did. I, I used to, so you got you got to you know give things a try. So I think all right. So from my understanding is the 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 use for the younger generation. What they do is there's like a tutorial type of video of like a dance or something or to a song or like a movement. And what you do is you can record yourself doing it and, like, you can look into the camera and see the motions of it and, and, and follow it and make your own rendition of it. Sure. Um, also, they, they make, like, skits sometimes. Right. And I think that's um, more can, for the, the our, like, our age group right. demographic. I mean, when I got on it, it seemed like just Twitter with music, basically, yeah. or with other, like, memes and things like that right. where you can, like, act out the meme or what have you. But Right. And that's, and that's where it's funny where... There's like a, a a me or like a video where a guy's in a in a bathroom stall and like he pours marbles out and goes, "Can you pass me my marble?" or something. It's like some weird little 
Whoa, what? It's weird. It's weird. Okay, yeah, but okay. you can. It's like in a way we go through like Twitter where you you should be you can scroll through. It's like Vine, in oh, a way. Yeah, that, it's like I Vine. Say it was like, did you say Vine? I thought uh, maybe you did. Maybe no. Did. But I no. That's what I meant. What, whatever oh. I said, I meant to say is like Vine. Okay. But with music. Okay. I, I, I think you said that's Twitter. Twitter yeah, like with music. music. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Vine. Okay. Vine. Right. All right. We're on the same page. So with this song, apparently three um, girls of like Caucasian uh, uh, descent was getting a lot of praise for the Renegade video that they made and dance they did to it. And um, it blew up. They invited her to all the girls to All-Star Weekend. They're doing different things where they're showing players different TikTok videos to do. And I didn't know this either. But I don't, well, first, I don't follow it closely, but there was a 14-year-old young African-American girl who created the dance. And what K-Cam did was uh, gave her praise Brought, uh, made a music video with her in person with, you know, him, like, rapping the song a little bit, and she's doing her dance routine of it. And she was, she ripped it. And you could tell that she was the one that started it. You know, they showed a poster when she first did it herself as well. And now uh, I'm glad she's getting the recognition deserved, you know, versus somebody, like, appropriating it or, or taking it and getting all the fame for it. Mm-hmm. And think about it, because I guess TikTok, they don't have any type of copyright type of infringements or, or, or that I know of yet sure. you know you, you're posting videos and I guess all whatever you post onto this site it's uh, ownership of TikTok in a way you know I don't think they figure out a way to have people make money and and um and and advertise on there yet yeah and that's the big thing with social media is the monetization of these things right so I you know it's funny because I was thinking about that like with all of these things that go viral like how do you really monetize it? And the only way I've seen that done is like people that actually have products. Like if it's a, a food, like remember that Capriccio um, type of, it was like a sangria or something like that that everybody on Twitter right, was like, right. oh, we need to try this. Yep. There, they saw their sales spike, you know, or like when you see these different restaurants and stuff like that. So, you know, they, they start getting a lot more traffic uh, because of the virality of the meme and then people go buy the food. But um, ultimately, I'm glad that this young black girl girl got the credit um you know that was deserved because we've seen this throughout history where like a um elvis presley will get credit for something that um you know black people created um you yeah. know in terms of you know uh like the blues or, or rock and roll and things like that and what's interesting about tiktok is and i don't know how it work when it comes to artists but like the songs they're using in the videos, I think it somehow maybe contributes to like streaming numbers yeah. and people knowing the song. Cause like even like I saw that dance and I didn't care about the dance, but the song was type fire. Right. So I looked up the the, the name that they say in the song onto YouTube and the K Cam video popped up. Sure. So the, the fact that I just got put onto a song based off of a TikTok video was crazy. Facts. But um, hopefully they figure out a way where. They can make, like, how people became famous off of Vine. Right. Hopefully they can do something similar when it comes to TikTok as well. But, yeah, TikTok ain't for me. Yeah, I, I wonder how you kind of harness that. Um, like, with Vine stars and stuff like that. Were they, because I think mostly you have to be able to find some other way. Like, the Vine will get you famous and get you impressions and notoriety. But then what you do with that after the fact. Some was allowing them to, they would advertise in a short video probably uh, okay. of a product. Right. Or you put them onto a big screen because they have that notoriety sure. and use it in that way as well. Correct. Sure. So, so that makes sense. Yeah. Right. That in, like, the ad dollars, like you were saying, like, or 
like even on Instagram and stuff like that, they'll put like hashtag ad yep. for like the different posts yep. that they have yep. and stuff like that. So, um, shout outs to them. Yeah. So, uh, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our main segment. And we are back with the Yuppie New World podcast. Uh, this is our main topic segment. And today we're going to be getting into a segment about how to increase morale in the workplace or keep morale high in the workplace. Um, the reason for this topic, just a little background, you know, and the job that I work with, it is uh, a job where it can be high stress, high uh, input at time with your workload. And it's very difficult, and especially as a manager now, to maintain the morale of your team. Maintain that chemistry and camaraderie that people want to come into work every day and bust their butts for the for the for the greater good. So I ask this question to you guys as well as to myself on how can you boost morale and keep morale. And uh, what just recently happened was uh, we uh, gave a, got a cake for the team. And it was like thank you, we appreciate you guys. You know, keep up working hard. You know, thank you guys for being you know doing what y'all got to do. And a couple of the members of the team were, some love the cake, thank you, appreciate it. And some was like, really? This is how you appreciate us guys? By overworking us and then giving us a cake? And it's like, come on. What more do you want? What, what you more want do you me? want from me? You I know. Have that drop somewhere. <laughs> well, cue it, boom. All right. Um, but it's like, come on. Like, other than, we, there's a lot of places that, that cannot offer money as a thank you but if you keep doing it for everything that a, a person does you, your company goes bankrupt so you have to find other ways to spice it up and one thing that usually does it is food sure you know food um in this cake cake sweets goods uh there's really so much you can't do we can do like ices you know doing chick-fil-a on a couple of days like it's what can we do to increase morale and keep it and I, i'm opening the floor to you guys like how do you make people like their job want to keep going to their job and not look at it as a job yeah i mean first of all it's always going to be looked at as a job but you definitely want to try and lighten things up um one of the things because i actually had this sort of issue toward the end of the year last year um where my department we had a lot of people that went on loa um, and we were short-staffed, and therefore, you know, a bulk of the workload went on to a few people that were, you know, more highly skilled, sometimes the younger, um, you know, people, um, and people that ultimately that are, do a good job, so you're kind of going to put more work on them, right? But you don't want to burn people out. Um, so one of the things that I try and do um, as a part of management is what can I take off of your plate um, to make things a little bit easier on okay. you. Um, so, for instance, if it's something about like sorting the inbox or if um, you need there's a, a sort of menial task that because, you know, I'll be staying later sometimes just because I'm a part of management or I might be coming in early. How can I uh, can I do this uh, task for you? Can oh you need me to do you run this report and that takes maybe like 15 to 30 minutes out of your day here? I'll take that. Give me So so you as a manager, you kind of want to take some things off of their plate. Um, typically, you want to delegate as much as possible but sometimes if you can take some some things off of your high performers plate um that's going to be able to make them be more effective in other areas where you need them i think that might so, be a way so i'm actually so you say that and i think it works but do you think it boosts morale when you do that though or do you just think like okay thank you whatever well so boost is relative right so okay. if they're 
So let's say we're starting at zero, right? Okay. And uh, morale, based off of you know people getting overworked, it goes into the negatives. If I can just get them, take some stuff off of their plate so that they don't feel like they're getting dumped on all the time and just get them back to zero, I think that's a morale boost. Now, that's not okay. going to get them above. You know, that's not a boost in terms of like in the positive, but it's getting us back to zero, which I think is a, morale, a way of managing morale, I think might be a better okay. way of saying okay. it instead of a morale boost. Okay. Uh, so I honestly think it what will keep morale high in the workplace is empathy and incentives. That's it. That's all yeah. you can ask for, especially from like a leader and not a boss, because there's two totally different, mm. two totally different things. And I, I think empathy is really good. Um, I know what it's way better than sympathy. Correct. And I think what what my management staff and team do uh, together, uh, we we worked where we understand we 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 had to work our way up to before we become a manager. We understand what it's like to be overworked and what it's like to be a top performer. And then just because you're a top performer, we have to task you with something else. Right. Um, and we try to make that very transparent as possible. Like, look, we get it, we understand. The only thing we can you know say, hey. This all goes into your year-end ratings. Right. Trust me, you know, it does turn into a compensation at the end when you go at your performance reviews. Um, now, I get it. Some people don't want to wait until the end of the year to, to see that. But, I mean, it's so much and so little that we can try to do. And, again, that's, like you said, try to alleviate some of their, their workload. Um, and, and pointing it out, to, it sucks, but sometimes you have to uh, explain to them and point it out like, hey, I just you know to make them understand it because sometimes they they only see it like in black and uh, black and white and you have to keep it black and white. Hey, I just reduce your workload by X, Y, and Z. You know this is what you have to do now, and it's significantly less than what you've been currently used to doing. You know, and and hopefully say hey, hopefully you took that as an appreciation or something that we did listen mm-hmm. and we did recognize that what we was doing was over overkill over workloading mm-hmm. you know and, and developing the, the work a little bit more and coming in as a management team and jumping in and grabbing some of that stuff because we don't technically have to do it right but that's what makes good managers like great right and right? that's what i was saying like leading from the front and then you also brought up a good point about listening um you know you got to listen to your team where they're saying hey this is where i'm hurting or you know if they you know just also the honesty part of it if your um guys are inundated um, they might ask, hey, you know, we, we notice our workload is getting increased at this time of year. Is this going to be like this forever? Is this the new norm or is there an end in sight? Sometimes that's easier to answer. Sometimes, for instance, if we have like during tax time, we know that, you know, our workload goes up. Um, I'll say, you know, you might be able to give them a, a specific timeline. Hey, let's put our heads down and, or, or come to them ahead of that or get in front of it and say, hey, the next few months are going to be rough. But, um, you know, we're going to come out on the other end um, of it better. Um, and we just got to, you know, get our business done um, as we see fit at this point. And then they'll already be mentally prepared to, hey, just bear down for these next couple months and we'll be good. Sometimes you might not see an end in sight. For instance, with the LOA situation that we had, we had people going LOA. But then every time that they were scheduled to come back, their LOA gets extended for another month or so. Right. So I can't give them a definitive time about, you know, when the 
this pressure is going to be alleviated. All I can do is be honest with them and say, hey, you know, your work is appreciated. I see everything that you're doing. I see the numbers. I see you helping out extra and picking up your teammates where they might be slacking or falling short. Um, and then just that, you know, just having that honest com com conversation and then also being empathetic. Another thing, like you said, along the side of food, um, sometimes when people are working OT and stuff, or if I can um, – if I one like you said with incentives, definitely over time is an incentive, um, more money. But um, if you're able to bring in food, one morning I brought in uh, this big plat. It was like a, uh, a six foot long breakfast sandwich. Um, and so Jeez. the team doesn't have to worry about you know uh, getting breakfast in the morning. They oh got money. Uh, Charge it to the company car. Oh, oh. <laughs> but um, so we, but you know, bringing in food like that, so pe people don't have to worry about you know uh, getting their morning uh, bite to eat or something like that. They don't have to go to the cafeteria. Boom, food's been provided for them. Uh, not we try to say you know working through lunch is kind of a good thing and a bad thing because people want to get up and stretch their legs and be away from their desk a little bit mm -hmm. but also if you're getting your food provided for you and you don't have to spend money on lunch that's that's a, always a good thing in my book too so that's also you know saving their pockets so um definitely food is important um the empathy and then what just about these people's health I didn't say it was a a bad option. You know, we actually had Panera the other day, so we were moving into our new building. We moved, um, you know, our whole organization uh, to another building, um, and we got them Panera. So we had uh, some egg white sandwiches. Okay. We had fruit salad. Let's go. Make um, sure we, we had some healthy, you know, healthy avocado. Absolutely, we had vegetarian options. Um, so you know, definitely gotta make sure you're looking out for your 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 mental health and and your physical health of of your team. Yeah, so listeners, you know, if y'all have any suggestions on what y'all think could be uh, some keys to in, in increase, you know, morale and boost it, please, by all means, you know, reach out, let us know. I, You know, I saw one money manager, what they do is, and again, it could be kind of corny to some, but I thought it was still kind of creative. They send them, like, some, like, Sudokus and little crossword puzzles to do at their desk when they have a little downtime. People like those. Like the little mindless honestly. things that they can focus but, on. But the thing about that is you don't want to do start doing that for, like, a month or two and then stop. Yeah. People yeah. like consistency. Yeah. And if you're going to start something that you have to finish it or carry it out um, all the way through because people are – once you start doing something, like, cool like that, like, oh, I, I used to do – um, little word games and word puzzles and uh, when I was an ambassador. Um, but then once you stop doing those things, then people are like, oh, we used to do such and such back mm -hmm. in the day. Where did that go? And, like and, and that could kind of backfire. Oh, you said it, not me. But the, but that might be a, might backfire on you. So if you're going to do it, be consistent with it. That's all I'll say. Also, wait. No, never mind. I didn't have anything else. Go ahead. And, and men too, men want consistency. It's not a, you know, one over the other. Both G, uh, Genders like makes it's a gender war. You're right. You're right. Um, any parting takes, AJ, on this? Um, no, you guys hit all of them on the yeah. head. Um, I definitely agree with you guys. Uh, you you got to make sure you're uh, you're the people who are working for the company are taken care of. And you know, it'll come back in abundance. I know. Um, AJ uh, off mic had made a good point where. You also, to be in boost morale and, and you know, and, and really want to go to work every day, you know, you can't stay stagnant. I think a lot of times you see it from people that are stagnant in their work uh, job. You no, know? Yeah, yeah. You like, it, they're, that, yeah, when you get greedy as well, I feel like you also see that. 
So you can't be greedy, and you you gotta always look for like the a new ceiling, you know. Right. Because I think with myself, um, I'm at a point where I I still love coming into work every day. You know, ch- getting something new presented in front of me, challenging for me to overcome, and as well as like you know, I guess maybe because I'm still young enough where I still have all these um goals that I want to hit right. that I'm, I'm setting mm-hmm. for myself. So it's very interesting to, to see how I can reach those goals and have it play out. I know some people could be at different times of their lives right now sure. where they're like, look, I'm just doing it until I have to retire or, hey, I'm at a point where it's, you know, my wife or husband is working. I'm just doing it for like a little side job right now. Exactly. You know, I got to get out the house type of thing. Whatever people's uh, – uh, Some people are waiting out for retirement and just hanging on, don't want to do anything, don't want to move up. Right. They're, they're comfortable. Right. So, but but you have to realize that, and not to uh, cut you off or no, jump no. over your point, but we're we're giving all of these options for a way to improve morale. But sometimes you have to know your who is working under you, and know who's always going to continually move the goalposts. You have to know that some people are just n- you're never going to be able to make them happy, but don't let that deter you from still trying to make your workplace better. That's another thing because you could beat yourself up saying like, "Man, everything I do, n- nothing's good enough," or or these people or or yeah, they're never happy. Like, am I doing the wrong thing? No, you're continuing to to try and improve your work environment um, and make things better. But you can't um, you can't make ev- you can't please everybody. That's all I say. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would wrap up our uh, main topic, uh, how to boost, you know, morale, maintain it, or get it to the, a place of, 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 of a place where both parties are, you know, beneficial from mutually benefiting from it. Again, please let us know, you know, y'all uh, topics on this and uh, yeah, viewpoints on that. And we'll be back with the water cooler segment. And we are back with the Yub and War podcast. We are about to jump into our water cooler segment. This is the segment in which we talk about all things sports related, basketball, soccer, football, ultimate, um, UEFA Champions League, you name it. We we got it. Whatever you want to talk with Billy about around the cooler. What hey, up, Billy? Yo, yo, Bill, how did you see the All-Star weekend? What did you think about the new format? Boom. We, we talk about it. So. Uh, uh, Bill. But the, uh, Bud Selig, the commissioner of baseball. No, he's not the commissioner anymore. No, he's not. Oh, okay. I well, don't even know the new guys oh. of, of baseball. Because it's a relevant sport and nobody watches. But, That's uh, why. But he did uh, come on national television and he did an interview uh, in regards to the the Astro fiasco with the cheating. Ooh, I like what you did there. You like that? Okay. Astro fiasco. Ooh. Bars. Bars. You sound like Common at the All-Star Weekend. Yeah, freestyle off the top of the dome. Oh, here he go. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, <laughs> no, he was nah. I, I was looking at Kyle, like, okay, Kyle, I see what you doing though. I see what you doing. I, at first, I was like, nah, he's not, he's not doing, he's not gonna do that for the whole thing. But it just kept going. A couple of them, he was like, eh, you like, all right, we could have worked, lived without it. But, but uh, think about it. They, had, how many people on each All Star team? It's like fifteen to pop. Yeah, around there. If you got to do thirty rhymes for each each person that's a lot so i i commend him for even be able to get through all of that even if they was corny little one-liners like it was, it was, hey shots to him it was tough common sense yeah uh but uh, astro uh, for um since this looks like none of the astro players are getting any type of uh suspension, suspension fine it looks like it's all about 
the organization, like the owners, the GMs, they they was the ones that um, are getting fun and everything. Uh, but he came out and said, you know, hey, the main thing that I took away from it was about why am I blanking? Oh, uh, if you throw at players, mm-hmm. they were saying, hey, it will be some ramification for your actions. You know, they're, they're looking into what the pen, uh, uh, penalty would be if you do throw out players. Because, mind you, a lot of p- uh, players are being vocal and speaking out about it. Mike Trout, I mean, I'm not, yeah, Mike Trout spoke out on it. Uh, and he usually never really speaks out on these stuff. Uh, Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers speak, spoke out and talked about how, like, yo, we lost the championship to y'all. Like, the World Series was, like, we lost to a cheating team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Judge, uh, uh, he spoke out and as well as he deleted a, a post that he was congratulating uh, Altuve it's on. Corny. You know, it is kind of corny, but, you know, it, it had to be done. It was necessary. <laughs> had to be done. You know, think about it. Imagine six, seven uh, Aaron Judge just scrolling through his timeline feverishly to get back to 2017. Bro, leave it be. That's all I'm saying. It's, God bless him. Kyler. You have an ex. Okay. Pictures on your timeline from 2017. Okay. She cheated. Okay. You ain't going to scroll back to that 2017 picture and delete it? Picture? Are we on Twitter? Are we on Instagram? Either or. It's on both. On on Instagram, it's easier for somebody that, like, let's say you're dating a new person. Mm Mm-hmm. It's easier for them to go on there and just like go back, do a, a couple swipes, and boom! I'm already in 2018. Oh, here's you with it with your ex. What, what's up with that? Hey, how, what's going on with that? That situation, you have got to delete it. If it's, it's a tweet. Why, why do you have to delete it? It's because, 2017. I'm not no, with it no more. Because they're gonna have questions. You don't have to. So then they'll be like, oh, so I think it's kind of weird that you still have pictures of your ex on your Instagram. But Twitter. It's just tweet. It's just words. It's, it's it's and also people tweet more actively than on they post on IG. So what if so it, it was takes on IG? longer, huh? So what if it was a picture on his IG of of, of that? Then, then easy. Delete it. Sure. Okay. Why cool. Not? All right. Okay. If you feel that strongly about it, I mean, it, but if you you don't delete things that you don't feel a type of way about. So I oh, guess yeah. it, I mean, he's, make, just, he's making his point known, like, no, like yo, it, but, but I'm saying it's, I was it, running out for it, MVP. It's, it's cooler to not care, I, I think. But, but this Bro, is your profession. This is your profession. You you get inducted into Hall of Fame based off accolades. Okay. You so so so, so now he took so, an MVP from him. Okay. So what? Did, so him deleting that? What that do now? Yo, I don't rock with you. And if you got smoke, bring it, cause I want all the smoke. That that's not what. RIP. If he really wanted smoke, then he would have added him. That's it. Well, instead of it don't instead of going tweeting delete. Well, these millennials are different now. Okay, so it's not it's not smoke. Then. What is that then? What would you consider that when he deleted a picture of him congratulating? You? I would say no. It's subbing. Okay. It's subbing. That's what it is. If you feel like it applied to you, no, it, it, you feel froggy leap. <laughs> what what are you supposed to do? Come on, don't don't yeah. sub me. Come on, Twitter fingers, man. Come on, knock it off. Um, what else we have? We do have the XXFL is in into like the third week of football. Looking really good. Looking good. Looks good. Like it's gonna fill the stands. A lot of ex pros um, in the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. liking some of the the rule changes that they have in terms of um, the kickoff. Um, they don't run as far, so it can uh, decrease injuries. Um, I think they have to wait until the runner actually catches the kickoff, and then they're only like ten yards away. Um, it also kind of adds to the entertainment because you might be able to br- e- more easily break one, um, and then it's also less viol- uh, less uh, contact. 
And then also they have after you score a touchdown, instead of kicking a PAT, um, you could either choose to uh, do a, a one-point, two-point, or three-point conversion, um, which kind of adds to the excitement of the game. I, I never understood the whole PAT thing anyway, yeah. really. Yeah, I think it makes it more fun. I think the NFL is going to be looking at this stuff now and taking bits and pieces from it, uh, which is great. It's like, in a way, the XFL is kind of like a G League Sure. No way. And I was about to say that too. I was like, what is the end goal here? Are they trying to are they trying to be like a feeder system for the NFL? Sure. Or are they trying to make their own league that are they trying to make the rules so different that it's a sure. different type, type of brand? So at first I thought it was gonna be like a G League type of thing, but from my understanding is um the owner of the XFL is uh Vince McMahon mm-hmm. that owns like WWE and most of like entertainment wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um He's competing against the NFL. Sure, they say like he's in a way like he's probably like a like a Donald Trump type of guy where he was bitter that he probably couldn't buy a team or something, mm-hmm. and now he's like, nah, we we trying to we trying to compete with y'all. We trying to be just on that same level, if not better than the NFL. But I don't think it'll work because they're not able to pay the players yes. the same amount, right? Yeah. So yeah, sure, and maybe if they're able to get to that space, then maybe, but. Ultimately, I think the guys who are playing in this XFL are trying to get on tape. I think they're trying to get tape that they can send to these NFL teams and say, here, you know, even if it's, you know, just um, XFL stats, the tape doesn't lie, right? So if they're able to do this in this league, they're trying to get an NFL contract because the NFL pays more. Oh, oh agreed. So, I mean, so therefore, the, the, day. The, the players are thinking of it as a feeder system while Vince McMahon is trying to make it its own thing. Right. And so well, there, see, there you have a, a, a disconnect. Well, think about it. XFL, uh, it starts after the NFL season. Right. And uh, it's going on until this time now. So I we'll see, you know, when it comes to playoff time and stuff, you know, how much, you know, attention does that generate? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is it is on ABC. It's on you know main you know television stations. Uh, the quality of their of their of their broadcast is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know where it, the future may hold. And think about it, I'm looking at it now, like you know, Carnell Jones looking good. They got guys where I'm. I, I like to watch y'all play. And, and it's so funny because I don't know if we had it on mic or we talked about it one time where we was like these other leagues probably wouldn't be able to be entertaining because the talent level, like right. no one want to watch the fifth string well, person that gets cut. We talked about this in, right. a, in, in a car on the way to yeah. uh, on a, a men's league game. Yeah. It was a feverish, a, a heated debate. You're right. But now it looks like I'm not saying that it might, it, it might be a little right, you know, what I was saying, but the fact that none of these guys are technically are, are able to be in the NFL as of right now because they would have had a contract, right. yet we're talking about it, watching some of the games right sure. now, the rules that they're playing with, it's very interesting. Now, to be fair, it's early. Very early. You know, they have very. to have the consistency there. But, um, consistency. Because I think it might just be the novelty of it. It's like, oh, hey, there's something new to watch, and there's also nothing else on uh, at this particular time. Um, it, but now once college basketball heats up in March Madness or once the NBA playoffs start heating up, are, are, are people going to start keep watching this? Yeah, and that's, this is going to be the trial? Yeah. Olympics, it's, it's Olympics, tough. Olympics, right. They, they're gonna have, they're gonna they don't have more competition. Co- competing no with a lot of different stuff. But I think, I mean, if NFL is the, the, the number one watch sport in America, you know, hopefully – it's football because the sport versus the league as well. So hopefully this can maybe do something potential numbers. Sure. Um, but we'll see. Okay. Um, next, you know, we already. I know uh, we talked 
uh, well, basketball yeah. all-star week and stuff. We talked right. about that. Yep, UEFA, uh, um, some big news just came down uh, regarding Manchester City, uh, one of the big clubs in England um, and all of Europe, really, um, who, um, you know, as of a few years ago, you know, had a big infusion of uh, Middle Eastern money um, and just started buying up all of the best talent and players and out of nowhere started competing, uh, in the, you know, in the Champions League and winning English Premier Leagues and winning all of these titles. Um, you know, they have been uh, – there's a rule uh, that basically says that there's certain ways that you could spend money on players, um, and I guess they were the most egregious uh, – most egregious, um, you know, in breach of that. Um, so therefore, uh, UEFA has banned them for two years from playing in the Champions League. Um, ultimately, they're going to appeal, but this has big ramifications because this is one of the best, biggest clubs in the world. Um, and if they're not able to compete for the next two years, that affects who they're going to be able to recruit to their team, as well as the players that they currently have potentially leaving. So, yeah, well, that's a ban that uh, maybe baseball should have did with the Astros, but whatever, whatever, what do I know? Yeah, two-year ban potentially. Yeah. Um, got to be severe with the the consequences. Also, uh, I got the gentleman name. Uh, I'll look it up in a second. But uh, NASCAR, uh, the, the the Daytona 500 was just recently happening, and it was like a big car crash. Uh, what looks like about three cars uh, was in it, but one car really got like flipped over. Um, and they rushed him immediately right to the hospital. Uh, his name is Ryan Newman. That's his name. Uh, but he is released today from the hospital for after the massive crash. Um, that that crash looked pretty devastating, but good thing that no one was uh, uh, severely injured or, you know, killed in that fatal accident, you yeah, know. And I was reading up on it a little bit because it was actually 19 years ago in the same race in the Daytona 500 that Dale Earnhardt was actually killed in a fatal crash. Um, and now we have, they were saying due to the technology of the car, because a lot of people were like, how is he even alive? Yeah. Um, if you saw yeah. it live um, in terms of the crash, it looked pretty horrific. Um, but just the technology and all of the different things that they've implemented to make racing safer, um, where even with a crash like that, that he was able to, um, you know, come out uh, relatively sort of unscathed is, um, you know, is a marvel. So. Um, shout out to the people continuing to make those uh, cars safer and, and diminish fatality. And apparently he was an engineer major hmm. and he actually recommended an extra bar being to put be put onto the car mm. that actually helped save his life. That's awesome. Which was great. That's so, awesome. Uh, uh, wish him more of a speedy recovery, but I think he's okay now, but it's just, you know, whatever you got to do to get back into sure. top shape. Absolutely. Um, that's pretty much with sports, really. Mm. Uh, we touched on everything. Uh, basketball, baseball, football, soccer. Uh, if anything else we miss, uh, we do apologize. Uh, but that will end our water cooler segment of the Yuppie New World podcast. Any final takes or parting words? I think we the way we started is actually a way I kind of want to end. Okay. Just positivity. Um, keep mm. positivity first. Um, you got two choices. You can either look on the negative side or look on the positive side. Whatever side you look on, you're probably right. If you think it's going to work, if you think it's not going to work, either way you believe, it's right. So, And that's another episode of the Yuppie Noir Podcast. Signing out. Money while the mother people watching, strolling through the mall, no 
such thing as window shopping. Hit the Gucci store, them girls be asking what you copping. I'm like, stop it, you don't got it, girl, I know you buy it. Used to rock them all. That was Wishy Washy by B Merch, and you're listening to Yuppie Noir.